a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the Reverend Godfather, show's main host and frontman. I'm also known as the Martinsburg Madman over on Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, Darkness's podcast, the podca- podcast After Dark. But here on our show, the Long Coat Mafia, we are about to start our anniversary month and to give a lot of you folks out there a little bit of a history, we here at the show started our Podbean account at the end of May. So we are kind of starting a few days early, but that first month we we had a lot of beta episodes and our first official episode was July the 12th, 2015. Now, over the next probably month, month and a half, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of toss out a couple of anniversary episodes along with our main content if we are putting out main content. So either way, you're going to get a bunch of bonus episodes out there. So you're getting content no matter what. So don't don't be scared about that. It's just... That a lot of what you're going to be hearing, it might be this episode, it might be another episode, or episodes from our first year. And a lot of what we were doing, especially myself, mainly myself, was cringe. We didn't know what to do, we didn't know how to do it, or say, I didn't know what to do, or how to do it. I was learning on the fly. So please bear with the content you are about to hear and everything else. So, in this episode, if you want to call what you're about to hear an episode, uh, please, I'm not dismissing what you're about to hear in any way, shape, or form, but let me explain. Roughly eight years ago, when I started this show, back in two, I should say back in 2015 when I started this show, the main place that you went to to actually distribute your show, or the most well-known, was Apple. And they didn't have Apple Music or any, how it is, I know it's confusing now because it's strictly when you have a Apple device, whether it be an iPod, uh, I can't really say that anymore, but I'm sure there's a few people that have iPods still. But if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you have multiple Apple software in regards to uh, what you plan on hearing. If you plan on hearing music, you have Apple Music. If you want to hear podcasts, you have Apple Podcasts. But back in the day, or back in 2015, the best way you could hear podcasts, or the most common, was through an Apple device. And thus, if you wanted to have your podcast listened to on an Apple device, you had to go through Apple. Now, granted, if you had a another device, such as a Zoom or an off-brand device, uh, you could have went to Podbean, a site like Podbean, download your podcast and transfer it to that device. But the biggest 
company that put out players was, again, Apple. Nowadays, you have a bunch of companies that distribute to en masse to people with their devices, whether it be Amazon or... Let me put it like this. Though Amazon and Spotify also distribute mu uh, both music and podcasts to the masses, the most common players out there are either Android devices or they are Apple devices. So you, on Android phones, you're going to have, or Android devices, you're going to have Google Podcasts. And on Apple devices, you're going to have Apple Podcasts and Apple Music. Now, granted, on uh, a lot of devices, or both Apple and Android, you can listen to Amazon uh, podcasts through Spotify and Amazon, but still, a lot of the uh, places, the two main places where you really don't need a subscription to listen to a podcast is both Apple, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, but still, I digress. This is all, ladies and gentlemen, this is all for context. But back in the day, you couldn't just have a podcast and tell Apple, hey, we got a podcast. Apple would just turn around and tell you, we can't approve you to be on our pod, uh, on our platform without actually having something. So we, we here, or at least I just shoved, shoveled out a bunch of, um, episodes, whether they were five minutes, 10 minutes, or what have you, in this case, 25, just to have something on Podbean so Apple could see it and say, hey, this this guy, this show has content. Let's look it over, see what this group called the Long Coat Mafia Podcast has to offer. Okay, they have stuff. Yes, some of it is explicit. Some of it is not. Okay, approved. So that's where it began. And in this, again, if you want to call it an episode, we spoke to Mary. And Mary is one of the main folks at a local soup kitchen. And uh, I wouldn't say, a, yes, they are a soup kitchen in a way. But they do a lot more than just give out food or meals to those who need it. They help with like driver's licenses, IDs, and uh, general information, uh, how to get uh, social security cards. They help get drivers, again, driver's license, IDs. Uh, they help with that, and a lot of folks who need to do that are a way to find out information, and meaning... Hey, I don't know what I need to go to uh, get my ID, or I don't know what I need to get my social security card, or uh, what do I need to do to get my birth certificate, and how would I need that? Some people don't know, and sometimes going to the DMV, going to, uh, <laughs> or trying to figure out how to get a birth certificate is confusing, and uh, Manuel's house kind of helps somebody uh, shift through all that information. They say, okay, uh, you need X, Y, and Z, but you might want to bring A, B, and C with you just in case. So that's where the help comes in. And sometimes they might help those who need 
uh, actually getting it, meaning they'll they'll help pay for it. Uh, don't quote me on that. So speaking with Mary in regards to several topics and everything else helped me overcome any insecurities that I might have had interviewing other folks in the past, which is a good thing because I, I should say this. Me having that foresight saying and asking Mary, hey, do you mind me speaking with you and interviewing you for this show, my my podcast? And I think she asked a few questions and so forth and so on. I said, listen, I, I might have told her saying, hey, listen, me speaking with you, uh, somebody that I know will potentially help me overcome any fear butterflies, uh, anxiety that I might have talking to somebody at uh, a convention or uh, at the library at an event that I might want to do. So getting over that initial worry and getting used to it might help me in the long run and having more uh, of, and I would say more less, it would help me have less insecurity and more confidence in myself in regards to what I need to do. I might have had some confidence, but sometimes you need some practice. That's what, and Mary kind of agreed. It's like, I don't mind. Get some practice under your belt. And that's what this was. So, sorry for taking you on this journey this long to explain things. Uh, because this is one of the many beta episodes that I tossed out to the ether. It doesn't have any intro or outro music. I have to use the bumper stuff that I created for a lot of the stuff I've done over the years. And I know you all out there can't see it because this is an audio episode. Allow me to say I call out to the ether, to the great beyond over the rainbow bridge George Spike Real, I thank you for what you have given this show all those years ago in regards to openers, closers, uh, promo stuff that we were able to create for the show using your voice that you graciously provided for the show. Uh, let me just explain that. I want to say back in, I want to say... Uh, 2017, if not 2018, if not one was one grouping was done in 2017, and another grouping was down done in 2018. Uh, the Christmas, I want to say the Christmas season of 2017. Uh, George Spike Reel, when he was alive, asked uh, a Facebook group I was a part of, and still am, I think, if anybody wanted. Uh, as a Christmas gift, if anybody wanted him to do some voice work for their show, and if so, what what do you want me to say, and so forth and so on, and and he said, hey, uh, my time is normally costs uh, some money, but as a Christmas gift, uh, I'm going to do maybe 15, 20 seconds worth of stuff. At most a minute, I have 20 spots open. Who wants Who wants some? 
and I was one of the few folks that said, "Hey, uh, can I? Uh, are there spots open?" He said, "Yes." I said, "Great, awesome," uh, and we talked, and I gave him a, a little bit of script, and he gave us what we've been using for the past. Uh, five six years and in 2018 uh rough roughly the holiday once again the holiday season he once again said hey uh, i have instead of last year i did 20 spots this year it's only 10 same deal uh maybe at most a minute you know who wants it i i said i waited a few days uh, i'm at most of the week, I messaged George again. I said, hey, George, uh, I just want to know, did anybody take you up on your offer? And he said, sadly, no, man. And I was like, George, listen, if give it a few days. I want to put in for it, but I don't want, I want to do it again as some extra stuff. And if nobody has taken you up you know, on your offer over the next couple of days, because Facebook is weird and iffy with how it hands out posts let me know I'll, I'll take you up on your holiday offer and two days went by two three days went by and george messages messages me again via uh, messenger and he said nobody took you off offer you still in for it i said george you know i am and i love how you do your work and you know what like last time, I'm going to give you credit for the bumpers and thanks on our show. And to this day, George, if you hear me over that rainbow bridge, thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. We're still using your stuff. Dude, dude, if I had, if I wouldn't make a mess in my place, even though it looks like a mess right now, I'd be pouring out a drink for you because we're going to be using your bump stuff from you as a bumper, as an intro and an outro for this. So thank you, George. Now, let's get into it. Cue the music. Or in this case, should I say, cue the bumper. The Long Code Mafia will be right back. It's a Long Code Mafia podcast! <laughs> you screaming up. Ah! Or do I need to be away from the microphone? No, no, you're, you're fine, you're fine. Okay. Uh, welcome, we're recording right now. This is Godfather speaking. I'm here with... This is episode beta version one. I'm here again with. I'm here again. She's earning her work. Um, Mary's with. I'm here with Mary. Say hello. Hello, Chris. How are um, you? Uh, very well. And Mary's part of Emmanuel House here in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, what do you do here at Oh my goodness, Chris. Well, we do a lot of things. So our main thing is Emmanuel's House is an ecumenical church. And that's really important for us because to um, keep the, the spiritual faith aspect woven into the work that we do is really crucial. Um, you know, we do come here uh, longing to share God's love. And so Emmanuel's House is that medium of which we can do that. So we're a church, um, but we're kind of a church... Um, that's different, or maybe going back to what it originally was um, in the New Testament. Yeah, caring for one another. Like the community. And yeah, 
Exactly. So, you know, uh, what we realized in doing that is, like, living it out, it can't just be, like, a Sunday morning thing that you do. Um, it's it's every day of your life. And um, so we, we, in, we live this out through Emmanuel's house by having a worship. So that's kind of a standard thing. We think that's important to do that. Um, get our soul nourished. But then we have a community meal. So then that's like physical nourishment that's really important. And then throughout the week we have hospitality time, um, coffee, snacks, fellowship. And that's, um, that's like community nourishment. That's where you're reaching out to one another. Me coming to Emmanuel House since I think early mid 2000s. How long has Emmanuel House been here? It's probably been a while. I want to say since 2010 or 11. I'm really bad with dates. But we started a while back, but we didn't actually have a building at that time. And so we were like in this. Our church was actually homeless because we didn't have our own space. And so we were at um, the Knights of Columbus for a while. We were working out of our car, our home, um, just wherever we could meet people kind of thing. And then we um, got our building. Um, actually, we were able to move in last year of 2014. I know you, other than playing guitar here at Mm-hmm. Um, I know you do other things as part of the main What are they? Um, so our other things, um, I help out with West, West Virginia ID assistance, so helping out um, folks get their documentation together to get their West Virginia ID. And so that might mean like getting a birth certificate. So I do that a lot. Um, but we also visit the jail. We do a women's Bible study at the jail and um, really try to help women um, out of uh, addiction issues or, you know, anger management kind of stuff. But Just for the listeners, the, the passion that she here is talking about is Karen. Yes. Um, I know that's going to be kind of odd for a lot of our listeners, and it's kind of awkward for me. I want to say awkward, it's odd wrapping my head around that concept because a lot of people who are religious are more attuned with the male pastor or the aspect of a father or a padre. And meeting Karen's very open, very, like yourself, very generous, you know, so to speak, (laughs) very, you know, just open to the fact that it's like, wait a minute. Pastor, I love it that you bring that up, Chris, because so people will ask us, well, who is our pastor? Who's in charge? And so one of, I know, yeah, well, she'll, well, yeah, she's gone for the week, actually. Um, But one of our things in creating Emmanuel's house is um, that we created kind of like this sisterhood. So we we actually call it the circle. Um, It's my friend Karen. She's a pastor. She's a Lutheran pastor. My friend, that, that would have been one right, what, what right. We have Carmen Winiarski. Um, she came out of the Vineyard Church. We have Doris Reamer, who comes out of the Catholic Church, and then myself, that comes from more of an interdenominational background. So we have all these different expressions of faith, and you know, as as women working together. Even though this is coming from a male standpoint, being especially how it's seen a female pastor, 
uh, with a lot of the female women's issues that are out there, and I pursue uh, domestic violence, sexual abuse, so forth. I guess it might be easier for some women to approach you or Carmen uh, in regards to such topics than it would be a male priest. I think so. I think so, Chris. Um, I think it's also just good for, well, I think it's good for anyone. I mean, I, I try to be careful uh, yeah, with the gender always, thing. There, right, right. But, but um, I think it's good for, for women to know that they have a voice and that they have something to give. Um, and a lot of women don't know that, and young girls don't know that. You know, it's like um, you you have a mind, and that it's special. You know, it's not just about your body. Um, and but I think that's important for everyone to know. You know, I think it's important for women to know that. I think it's important for men. But but to share the voice that not one voice is over the other. You know, I I hate dominance. I don't like it when any group is over one another. I think it's important that we see eye to eye and we look into each other's eyes and um, we start to listen to one another. Um, I just. You know, we, we every once in a while joke about, well, I, maybe we need to get a dude in our little circle here, you know, because there is that balance that's really helpful, too. And there's there's a male perspective that is essential, you know. It's not just a woman's perspective, but it's a man's perspective. Um, I mean, that's why we have loved that you are here with us on a Monday and that you bring your own faith journey and you weave that into what's going on here but into the community. And so you have so much to offer that is essential. For me, you know, this, this is where both of us, just to let the listeners know, because this is what we put up as kind of a test when we get yeah. used to the servers yeah. and so forth and something for the listeners to actually download like, and listen right. to. Um, me personally, I'm not speaking for Emmanuel South, and neither is kind of Mary in a way. I just want to get that disclaimer out there. Um, as someone like myself, who is Catholic and Roman Catholic, yeah. and of that aspect, I've seen a lot, I'm sure in a way you have too, where a lot of the denominations actually can, and what they preach, hurt certain athletes certain people, that's what turned me on. Not yeah. off the religion, right. but as the church. Right. Because I've seen it happen with, I don't want to go into it on recording, right. uh, with at least my ex in reference to what went on with her, you know, just how people used religion to manipulate right. a lot of people, especially women, saying, hey, uh, the Bible says this, therefore yeah. you have to stay with your husband. Right. Because, and even even if it's an abusive, abusive yeah, right. you have to do that. Or right. um, your husband or the person that you're with did this. Now, I, because of that, I have to, because the Bible says, right. or my church says, says, says this, right. I have to do this. Yeah. It, 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 that's very, granted, I'm, I'm going to put this out there for the record. There are a lot of denominations, a lot of churches that do like Emmanuel's that do things right. Oh, great, that yeah. do things right, do things great. For every church, every religion, every denomination that does something wrong, there's always that needle in the haystack that does something right, goes things yeah. the right way. Right. Well, and I think it's really important that you shared that because, you know, the, the reality is, you know, 
we're all people, and we're all broken people. And for those listeners that are agnostic or consider themselves atheists, come down, come down to a place that's open. Ask questions. Right. Ask, ask questions. You know, that's why exactly. I have a lot of friends who are agnostic. And, right. Um, atheists. So do that, I. You know, they, they know that I don't push. Right. Well, they, they're the ones like, what do you mean? Crazy people do this. Yeah. And I'm the one that has to go, all right, let me go check. Yeah. Well, and I think I think asking is the most important thing. I mean, I, I think that's one of, one of the things I love about Emmanuel's house, and I hope it continues to be this way. It is a place of, of searching and questioning and asking and, you know, not necessarily just going with the norm, um, but, you know, discovering who God is or... Um, you know, is there God? You know that I think it's okay to wrestle with that, and I don't mind wrestling with that. I mean, I'm, I, I feel very grounded in my faith, and I, I do believe in God, and I love God, but I love, um, I love being with people who don't believe with believe God, and and love having that discussion. I think it's really healthy. And there was a um, show on Fox who has in essence was called Brimstone. Um, That's a pretty see, when I go and explain the premise, you can see why it was canceled for the first time. The premise was 110 souls escaped hell. And it, the one person, in essence, the devil sees this is one, it explains in the show, one of the episodes, that this guy was, his soul was neutral. A lot of everything he did that can be considered wrong, bad, can be also like he planted drugs on the suspect. But by doing that, he saved lives as well. But it was just that one thing he did in regards to helping his wife who was raped. And when he died, because he was done out of vengeance, he was sent to hell. And the only person the devil could trust in order to healthy discussions. I mean, I, I'll be honest, Chris. I'm I'm what they call, currently right now in my faith journey, a no-heller. I really believe um, in a God of grace. I believe in a God that um, would penetrate any darkness and, and grab a hold of whomever is in that darkness. And so um, that there's this place of eternal damnation. I don't believe in that because I believe in a graceful, God, a God of grace and a God of love. But 
it's great having discussion with people who are on the other end of that, who almost need a hell, um, rely on that. And, and so, you know, what is right or wrong? I'm not quite sure, and I'm not going to claim to know. But I think what's healthy is that we, we um, as a community, have that discussion have that discussion without hurting one another, <laughs> you know? That's what we're trying to do here, is have that discussion like what we're having here. Um, I myself learned many years ago how to take that step. Yeah. And instead of looking at aspect of what it's like, oh, you got to do this with my finger. Right. Like, what, oh, can't you step yeah. I, I, it's like, I learned this to humanities class yeah. in community college. Right. That's one thing. I have that one good teacher saying, you have to, you know, learn to talk about religion a little bit. Right. You have to. You have to. You have to. Right. that even though that somebody divided by whomever, you know, right. ten, you know, ten different people. Right, whatever. Exactly. In essence, it was... As a person who was initially translated by Catholic priests, you know, there, there was Latin. The only way for the display of the denomination, right. it was you went to a cathedral or a monastery and also the priest actually told you, oh yeah, this is what happened, this is what right. you know, this, And it wasn't until uh, King James, where we get the modern translation of the Bible, yeah. where, you know, so, which is a funny story. It's like he wanted a divorce from his wife, and the Pope at that time said, nope, you ain't getting, you know, this is your second divorce you had, you ain't doing it. And he was saying, you know what, I am the Lord. I'm going you know, to separate I'm you. Gonna, you know, yeah. You know, I had it with you, I'm going to start up my own church with, right. you know, Pope right. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing. I think we have to always remember humans play a part in shaping religion, shaping faith. And, and so to, to ask those questions and where do we come from, um, you know, I love discovering um, faiths from different cultures. And, and what, are, what is the main, the main thread through everything? You know, um, is there that element of incredible love and grace and a longing for wholeness? And I, that's what we seek here at Emmanuel's house. And kind of mixing the previous topic with what we're talking about now. Uh, one thing that Karen said a couple of months ago is that we do realize she had a, Bible, a copy of the Bible. This book was written 2000. <laughs> right, right. Because at the topic, they were talking about women. Yeah. And she was talking about women in the Bible and how yeah. it was, I think it was the woman in the well type right, deal. Right, right, right. And she's like, this book was written 2,000 years ago. That women were treated way differently sure. then than it is now. And yeah. again, it's like people pointing something in the Bible saying, hey, you Right. Or, or it shapes how women are treated now yes. even too. You know, like you said before that... Um, we we pick and choose from the different scriptures, and we say this is how you got to be, um, because in a sense it's a power trip, and so that's some of the things we have to learn too th- through the scriptures is um, are we are we stepping away from the words of God where it is about um, I, you know an equalness you know that we live in harmony with one another. I do think God is calling us to harmony. So how do we do that? Um, is it it's not done by oppressing another person, whether they're female or male or black or white. You know, it's um, 
that we live equally, that we give generously, that we make sure people are clothed and fed and treated well. And not just people, but I think the rest of creation, Chris. That's the reality, Chris. I mean, the, we don't know. We we don't know. Um, I, I cannot imagine. Um, well, I, it goes back to my no heller. I just really can't imagine. I think God gives us uh, a chance over and over and over again, and maybe it will take longer for some than for others. Um, but I think that journey aspect is important, and and so I agree with you. I don't think you know a Buddhist. Um, who has given their life to others is going to hell. I just don't believe that. I think, I think God is way bigger than we can imagine. God is beyond our denominations. There's one thing that says, uh, I think it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know, I have with me. He said, we have a lot of faiths, there's a lot of different ones, there's one God, but depends on the calling of language. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Another person wants to tell me, like, I have Right. How do we know that? Exactly. Right. 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 There's a whole aspect of you probably never seen it, but the movie Bill and Ted. No, I haven't. It's just the whole premise is that it's kind of this time travel. Oh, actually, no, yeah, you yeah, use yeah, that. Yes, 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 yes. Right, 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 right. It's just their whole premise, it, when they go into the future, is the aspect of their this whole binding of everybody through the music. Yeah. And the whole aspect is, you know, be cool with right, right. everyone and, you know, just party on. Just party just, on. Just party on. I, that's you a know, great you thing know, to just, say. They, you know, it's like, how do you know if Jesus came back and saw just Bill and Ted? Yeah. <laughs> these awesome. two idiots, you know, just, like, just be cool with one yeah. of you know, sit down, listen to Vanity Chris, you make, yeah, you, you make know, me want to watch that movie again. Yeah, I think that's like, a great foundation. Just, you know what I'm saying? You know what? They're not what I'm teaching, yeah. but they have... Oh, they, uh, they, they there's have, some core values that are important. Value. Mm-hmm. It's like what I'm trying to... They're, not, they're not Catholic, they're right. not Jewish, right. not, they're, but it's the whole aspect of that core value yeah. of... 
don't be yeah. you know, don't be close as everybody, right. just be bogus. Find something that you can latch on with right. you know, each other, whether it's in this case right. it's music. Exactly. And I think I think that's what as humans we have this tendency to we need to label things. We need to have a title for something or it needs to look this way. And I think there are these values that weave through everything and um, you know, I've known um, some people who are, you know, who really don't believe in God at all, but they believe in, you know, caring for creation and being good stewards of this earth and caring for the rest of humanity. And so they are expressing that love. I mean, I would say they're expressing, they're expressing God, the essence of God. But it's 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 a name, it's a title. Um, what do we know it is? I don't know. I mean, we don't. I mean, we can we can claim all these things, but living in these core values of unity and wholeness and caring for one another, I think that is a common thread we tend to see through a lot of people. Um, and uh, I think it's important that we have a place that can nourish that and can seek that. And what, wherever, um, wherever you're at in your own soul journey you know and to use examples like Bill and Ted I think that's fantastic I mean I I love watching movies for that reason is what is the core value here it might not be a religious movie but is there this 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 value of forgiveness this this core value of of joy that um, of unity that is constant you know throughout it so there's always that connection Well, and a lot of it, you know, those, I think a lot of those things is based so much on fear and distrust and um, a lack of wanting to get to know. It's like when you get to know someone, you see a whole different aspect of them that's just beautiful, that if you had just based it on stereotypes or what they were wearing or how they would look, um, you, you're missing out on such a beautiful human being. And, um, you know, and our, our, it's fear and maybe what people have told us. And very much ignorance. Ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Chris, this has been awesome. It's, it's been great. Uh, to the listeners out there, uh, I'll be posting uh, our media out on social media and our email in the show notes. Um, if you have any hate mails, please blame me. Don't blame Mary. <laughs> Don't uh, send hate mail. Send, send hate mail. <laughs> um, like us or hate us on Twitter. Either way, it's good promotion for us. Um, I thank you guys for listening. I thank Mary for at least participating in my homework. And Chris, thank you. you. listeners, for uh, helping me test the servers and so forth and so on. You're a joy, man. This has been an honor. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much again. 
listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capish. Ah, uh, dude, uh, I I got to, I got to laugh, man. I got to laugh, everyone. Uh, the reason why I say that is because in the process of choosing the bumpers, I did involving the late George Spike Reel. I found the kind of the retrospective episode intro that I created for some of the retrospectives I made or I was putting out a few years ago. And I was like, you know what? What a wonderful little Easter egg to kind of include right now for something that really didn't have an intro for other than the bumper so I was like you know what for the listeners for the sake of me having a laugh I'll put it in and I hope you had a laugh as well and the audio you heard was I know cringeworthy it was low you could barely make me out Uh, again this is one mic heck it's the mic I'm using right now uh, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know the software. I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to boost anything. I just posted it up as is. Just like w- what I did today. <laughs> or say right now. I just included it in as is. Just so all of you out there could see how cringe it was, number one. I would say not really see, but hear how cringe it was, number one. Number two, to see how it was eight years ago because if I touch if I edited it to so you could hear it it wouldn't be how everybody who did listen to it eight years ago listened to it meaning if I boosted the audio so you could hear me better or if you I boosted aspects so you could hear Mary better then Granted, you'd be able to hear everything better, but you wouldn't have the same experience as somebody who listened to it eight years ago. So I figured, you know what, give you all that opportunity. And if you have any uh, questions, comments, or smart remarks like, Rev, (laughs) what were you thinking? Godfather, what were you thinking back then? Uh, let me put it like this. I was not. I was just thinking, let's get this stuff on the air so Apple could approve us. That's what I was thinking. And, well, you'll kind of still hear cringe and everything else. And thank you, Zombie Bunny, for <laughs> that uh, helping us create some of the uh, uh, intro stuff that we did back then and helping us pave the way today. Even though Zombie Bunny is no longer a part of this program, she in a way is a part of this program. So, either way, I'm going to go. I hope you enjoyed everything. Uh, just uh, Once again, I want to let you know, we do still have our fundraiser going on. If you want to donate to our fundraiser, help us cut the costs and speed up getting that new or newish to us equipment. It's not a handout. We're just a tiny podcast. We don't have access to Patreon. Uh, We do, but it wouldn't be viable for us or that whole aspect. So if you want to help us out, links are in the description. 
we'll be more generous to you if you want us to uh, uh, say your name or anything like that. If you donate, we'll be more than happy to acknowledge you and send you our thanks and that whole ordeal and let you know what we're going on and what's, you know, uh, every step of the way. If we get, as of right now, we already uh, made a payment or start to, uh, because we don't have, let me put it like this. Let me start over. Because as of this recording and this episode, we only had one donation in for our fundraiser, for our crowdfunder. We got that payment in. And because of that, and the way things are currently going, we had to go with a pawn shop find. And with that payment and a couple of bucks from us, we we went to a pawn shop and started a layaway. So if we make paint, if we get any more donations in, we'll go to the pawn shop and make a payment. We'll photograph that uh, payment. We'll put it on Instagram and shout out thanks to the person that made or person or people that made their donation. So if we get two donations of ten dollars, we'll go to the pawn shop, put that ten dollar payment out, and say, hey. These two people that helped us make this 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 payment. Here is the picture of our payment. Thank you for your payment. Here's here's the receipt. So, if you want, again, the link is uh, in the description down below. Hope you are. Uh, if you if you do not do donate, thank you so much. It will help us achieve so much more. But also, if you don't have the funds. We understand that. I understand that. Everybody that helps work on the show in the background that you don't know about does thank you. So sharing this episode, sharing our links, sharing our photos, sharing everything helps us out. So that's why I'm grateful and I understand. Folks at the show understand. So helping us out does more than you can understand. It does... If you could share uh, out our links and donate, that's wonderful. If all you could do is share the links and our episodes and our videos and everything else, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. We understand that. We get that. Engagement does help us. So if you're willing to do that, again, thank you. Uh, Links are in the description. We do have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the Lone Coat Mafia podcast. Our email is... Mafia at gmail.com so if you have any questions comments smart remarks please send them there uh, if they're if it's trolling we'll deal with that trolling on our next uh, official episode in the whole nine yards if we deem it worthy of audio and all that so take care I'm the rev and I am out of here and see you next episode. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.